This is QJ Martin, and you're listening to the Write a Novel podcast, providing you with the tools and instructions that you need to write your novel. Hello, and welcome to week 16 of the Write a Novel 2021 challenge here on the Write a Novel podcast. Okay, so I know I haven't released an episode of this podcast in a little while, but in my defense, I, I had some good reasons for that. One of those reasons was that I discovered this awesome new writing tool that I'm attempting to integrate into my novel writing process. Now the tool is called Pseudowrite, and it's a browser-based AI-powered text generating tool for novelists. What's great about this tool is that if you're worried that there isn't enough substance in your writing, it can help you to fill in some of the blanks of your scene. If you're stuck halfway through a scene and don't know what to do next, it can suggest different directions for you to take your writing. It can even provide you with vivid descriptions for whatever word you choose, AI-generated critiques of your work, and summaries of what you've written so far to help you see your own writing with a bird's eye view. Now, I know for a lot of you, your gut reaction is going to be to say, uh, isn't that cheating? The computer's writing for you. The answer is no. No, it's not. Sure, PseudoWrite can give you some fantastic suggestions. It can make you think of possibilities and twists that you never would have imagined on your own. But for every great result, you're going to have at least one, if not more, suggestions that just don't work for your writing if they even make sense at all. Now, I'm not trying to downplay how amazing the software is and the role it will play in our lives in the future. All I'm trying to say is that AI tools still require a great deal of curation in order to use them to their full potential. And that requires a good amount of time on the part of the writer. Now, I'm not sure if I could write faster with PseudoWrite or write faster without it, but that's not the reason I'm using it. I'm using it to write better and to be more creative with my writing. This program is kind of like having a friend sitting next to you as you write. And every once in a while he chimes in with a, wouldn't it be cool if... And sure, sometimes you just roll your eyes at his ideas and don't even justify them with a response. But other times, you stop dead in your tracks. You say... You know what? You're right. It would be cool if. It's also worth pointing out that no one would call you a cheater just because your friend gave you a good idea while you were working on your novel. But the most important thing is that your story would be all the better for it. And I believe that it's safe to say that the biggest goal for most of us as authors is to see our awesome idea develop into a fully fleshed out story that provides our audience with as much enjoyment from reading it as we got when we were daydreaming about it. All that being said, it really goes without saying that I'm very excited to start writing the first draft of my World War I sci-fi thriller using PseudoWrite. Of course, I know that I still need to finish fleshing out the scene list for the second half of Act 2, as well as for Act 3, 
But I think that the next few episodes of the podcast might be more beneficial to my story if I use them to start writing the first draft of my novel. Now I want to see what the first draft develops into before I continue putting all of my time and energy into finishing the outline. So I would totally understand if you're raising your hand right now. I thought the point of an outline is to know where the story goes before you start writing your first draft. The answer to that question is yes. Yes, it is. But there are two reasons why that reasoning isn't going to stop me from getting started writing the first half of my book. One, I already have a full outline. In fact, I have several iterations of an outline from a one paragraph summary to a scene list, including a solid number of scenes for the entire novel. I already know where my story is going to go. I know what the theme of the story is, and I know what sacrifices my main character will eventually have to make in order to complete his character arc and save the day. I have more than enough information to start writing my first draft without even feeling the slightest bit guilty. And two, as important as it is to know what the general beats of your story are before you start writing it, you're still going to end up altering many of the details along the way. This isn't because your outline is messed up. In fact, I'd be willing to go on record as saying that if your story doesn't change any between your outline and your first draft, there's a good chance you're doing something wrong. If you've been keeping up with season two of this podcast, you'll have a pretty good idea of just how many times I've made changes to my outline already. In the beginning, my main character, then called Edwards, was going to stumble across a German laboratory while deep behind enemy lines. A mysterious German scientist would poison him and his group before fleeing, and Edwards would wake up rescued and on Allied soil, one of the sole survivors of his tragic mission. But then I had a very simple idea. What if the soldiers were captured and experimented on? And this idea changed everything for me. Now the German operation they're sent to investigate is a trap meant to lure in Allied soldiers to be tested on. Edwards escapes the lab with the help of his brother, who was drafted into service on the German side of things and he journeys back to Allied territory to try to get together a rescue party to save the rest of his men. So in that one change, I've already added a dozen soldiers I have to develop more fully, since I never really meant for any of them to survive past the third chapter. I have to develop Edward's brother, his relationship with Edwards, each of their relationships with their family, their relationships with the German scientist, as well as a long and tedious journey back to the front, which itself will include new characters, relationships, plot points, and character development. A well-developed story would integrate all these new characters and plot points into the rest of the plot. I could spend another couple weeks doing that starting right now, and then my next big revelation would throw the outline into chaos once again. So I have my story beats. I have my map, in spite of the lack of detail in the second half. 
That's why I think it would be best for me to start writing the first half of my first draft and see how all of these new elements affect the story in practice. And then, once I reach the midpoint in my first draft, I'll develop the rest of the outline as needed. Now, way back in week one of this challenge, I determined that a solid six months would be dedicated to writing the first draft. One and a half months would be spent on Act 1, three months on Act 2, and one and a half months on Act 3. Taking into account my personal goal of 80,000 words for my first draft, that means that I need to write 3,076 words per week, or 440 words per day. Now, of course, this is much less than the nearly 1,700 words per day that are required for NaNoWriMo. However, I am fairly behind on my work with the Write a Novel 2021 challenge, so I'll have to write a lot more words each week to catch up. The nice thing about this podcast, however, is that it will always be available for you to listen to and use as a guide no matter when you start writing. You can go back and listen to week one on the 1st of January or on the 1st of July, September 8th or March 8th, December 31st or July 4th, 2022 or 2025. There will be 52 weeks worth of instructions available for you to follow no matter when you start and they will cover every step of this process. So, if you're in the same boat as me and you would like to start writing the first draft of your novel this week, how much are you going to have to write? Well, we already know that we have a goal of 3,076 words per week, but we're basing our progress on acts, which are divided into our scene lists. The most important part is to get through each section of our scene list in a timely manner. So, if you're planning on writing roughly 60 scenes, like I am, and you're aiming for 80,000 words for your first draft, then each scene is going to have 1,333 words in it. Now I know that doesn't sound like a lot. Personally, I like to have at least 2,000 words in each of my chapters. But at the same time, not every scene is going to perfectly equate to one chapter. Novels usually have far less than 60 chapters in them. Some chapters can include several scenes. Other chapters might cut halfway through the scene, or three quarters of the way, etc. in order to leave the reader with a cliffhanger, convincing them to read just one more chapter. Also, your scenes can be as long or as short as they need to be. The imperative word in that sentence is need. All these numbers are just a guideline to help you know what you're aiming for but you should feel free to adjust things as needed in order to best fit your own novel. Your goal is to tell the story that you're trying to tell in the way that it needs to be told. So be sure to give yourself a little bit of wiggle room. That being said, if you aim to finish just a little over two scenes per week, you should be able to stay on track just fine. Okay, so we already have our scene lists. We know what's going to happen in our stories. We have our goal of 440 words per day. There's really not much left to say in regards to this week's assignment, or really any of the other assignments during the writing of the first draft. 
So instead of focusing too much on what you need to accomplish each week, I'm going to mainly try to fill the next few episodes with suggestions, tips, tricks, and advice to help you to make sure that your first draft is as good as it can possibly be. Hopefully, during each week's assignment, you'll find little ways to apply these micro-lessons to your writing, and you'll find your craft constantly improving. For this week's episode, I'm going to talk about one of the biggest problems that I had when I wrote my very first NaNoWriMo novel a few years back and naively attempted to send it directly to a publisher. Basically, I was writing as if I was texting my story to a friend. I had sentences ending in two exclamation marks, if not more, question marks followed by exclamation marks, and possibly even more question marks were common. Writing in all caps was far from foreign in my NaNoWriMo win. Different storytelling colloquialisms permeated my writing. As one beta reader pointed out, why did I say that my character just sat around and did nothing if in the previous paragraph I clearly established that he was standing? The craft of writing a novel is not supposed to be like texting a story to a close friend. It's not about using a sufficient number of punctuation marks to express the way you think your reader should feel at the revelation that so-and-so was the bad guy the whole time. Novel writing is all about building a world in the minds of our readers. We have to fully immerse them in our story to the point where they experience those emotions as they live out each event in their own mind without us telegraphing what they ought to be feeling at any given time. And unfortunately, nothing breaks the illusion of your novel worse than an ill-advised number of exclamation marks or an entire paragraph written in italics and all caps. Make your prose clean but expressive, concise but accurate. That's how you keep your reader engrossed in your tale. Use punctuation sparingly, just because you might end every thought that you transmit via text by trailing off with an ellipsis. It doesn't mean that your characters should trail off every time that they speak, and your narrator especially should never do this. Your novel should form a clear thought, and every word contained within should have its own distinct purpose. You should never leave your reader in uncertainty wondering what the point of it all was anyway. So keep that in mind as you write your 440 words per day for the next week. Your goal is to try to write at least two scenes and potentially get started on your third. You're aiming for 3,076 words this week, but if it fluctuates in either direction, well, don't worry too much about it. Just get the words on the page, and we'll be able to tweak and adjust things later on. And finally, we're going to have six more episodes covering Act 1. And after that, we'll get into Act 2. And if you would like to see my efforts in using both Pseudowrite and Descript with Overdub in order to create an episode of this podcast, feel free to look back on the last episode that I uploaded, which was Season 1, Episode 11. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Write a Novel Podcast. If you'd like to read a transcript of this episode, you can find it at thewriterseverything.org transcripts. 
If you'd like to listen to future episodes, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're currently listening on. And be sure to give it a rating while you're at it to let me know what you think of the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash qjmartin. For your convenience, all the reference links will also be in the show notes.